wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Way too stoked. I know. I just had to. Uh, And joining me today is, as always on Newsdays, it's Chase Williams. Newsdays. Newsdays. Hello, people. And from Wrecked Podcast, we've got Shawnee the Bitch. Hi. All right, good, nice, high energy. I love it. It's great. Mick sounds a little different today. Yeah, Mick sounds a little different. He's dealing with some family stuff, so he won't be here today. But that doesn't stop us from reading the fun news stories that are in music. Yes. So, Chase. Music stories are fun to today. I do love fun. <laughs> I love news stories. And, you know, music is good. Well, everyone's in for a treat because the first story is the most fun of all. We're going to talk about Ed Sheeran. I'm in love so with the shape of wanna... you. <laughs> Anyways, he's getting... <laughs> Nailed it. Our boy Ed's getting sued. <clears throat> again um again apparently <laughs> as i was not privy to that is happens on a daily basis so it's barely news <laughs> to him at least but to me it's news uh ed sheeran's getting sued because um his song as everyone knows the oioi song shape of you it's called oh, sorry oh, oh, oh. <laughs> as des and i so lovingly did a rendition of um he's being sued because it's um He's accused of lifting the songs OI, 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 which I guess you could call, I don't know, the post chorus or something like that. Oh, why? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, not OI, OI. Oh, why? Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. like Kauai? Kauai. Kauai. <laughs> it's not Kauai. Anyways, um, the OI, OI uh, sounds very familiar to the artist Sammy Shokri's. Shokri's? I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm going to go Chakris. I'm going to say Socrates. It's a 2015 single called by the same name, O-Y. Mm. So apparently, <laughs> Ed Sheeran in court was basically singing to the court, being like, hey, notes go like, ooh-ah, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. And mine is like, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Basically, you know, the whole thing was like, <laughs> no. It sounds like a caveman argument. <laughs> not. Da, da, da. <laughs> it's exactly um, Vanilla Ice. See, theirs goes bum 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 ba dum bum. Mine goes bum 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 ba dum bum. <laughs> exactly, hundred percent the same. Yeah. Uh, he gave other examples as well. He in court he sang elements of Nina Simone's "Feeling Good" and Blackstreet's "No Diggity" to illustrate how the melody is in compliance in pop music. He said, "If you put them on the same key, they'll sound the same." Sharon denies having heard Mr. Shokri's song and rejected the suggestion that friends might have played it to him before he wrote The Shape of You in October of 2016. So it did come out a year after. Ah. Wow. I wonder how much of a song like is like legal for that kind of an argument. Like he only apparently copied like that little part. So I think it was just that section, yeah. Can he like if it was true, like if he did copy it, could he get sued for just that one little part? You know, I saw a while back I think it's in Rap God. Eminem got sued for like there's like a two second part. Yeah, 
that another hip hop group, like the line he says, another hip hop group used as like the full hook of their song. And they were like, no, that's ours. And he got sued for it. He got sued for that. But luckily, Eminem's got more money than Jesus. So, well, I feel like rap, especially <laughs> they down. do that a lot. I feel like they will like mention other people's songs or lyrics in their stuff. Sometimes pay tribute or do something like that as well. And it's or like talk shit yeah. if you're Eminem. You yeah, know? I feel like True. what gets you off of that if you basically just mention, oh yeah, this was inspired by this, and everyone's like, oh, okay, it was inspired. It's inspired. And he, it and was he fine. It. it wasn't a copy. Yeah. Hmm. I don't I, know. Still, but okay. So we listen to these songs before the podcast and the oi is what did you say he like just hits it on the downbeat instead yeah ed sheeran's emphasis is on the o and then um shockery's emphasis is on the y like it's just about emphasis yeah and in pop music it all generally sounds alike Mm -hmm. sorry i mean like i said like i'm on ed sheeran's side on this one even though you know I'm not, I don't dig his music, but it's just so hard, especially in pop music, to write something really genuinely original. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every combination of notes and beats have been done. You just got to find a way that's semi a little bit unique. God, that would be so annoying to be a lawyer that has to defend those kinds of cases. So how did you make your living? <laughs> well, see, I think my real turnaround case was when I defended the bum, 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 ba dum bum. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, you're that guy? Uh, Holy yeah. shit, you're famous. That's me. I also <laughs> defended the O-Y-O-Y-O-Y, if you remember that. O-Y-O-Y. It's like, like um, uh, I got something to say. I killed your baby today. That's the same guitar as, what's the Ramon song? What's the Ramon song? It's Blitzkrieg Bop? Is that it? Anyways, it's the same guitar as another Ramon song. They didn't sue each other. I mean, it's very unpunk rock, I guess, but yeah. still. It's like how One Direction ripped off The Who. Did they? Yeah. What's, what song? What did I they I don't sing? remember Won't Get Fooled Again. I don't remember what the One Direction song was, but it was the opening guitar lick for Won't Get Fooled Again. Won't Get Fooled the first time was their song. Mm. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> shame shame on, on One Direction. Only <laughs> <laughs> like twice. Shame still on shame The on Who. Anyways, Sharon was repeatedly asked who come up with the OIOI phrase, but explained it had been a collaborative effort. So him and a bunch of, you know, st- ooh, studio heads got in and they came up with it um, basically completely independently, according to him. It was all three of us bouncing ideas back and forth in a circle, he said. That's how it originated. Three people could not create the germ of a melody. Uh, sorry, this is the judge. Three people could not create the germ of the melody, suggested Sutcliffe is the name. To which Sheeran replied, why can't three people create a melody? So there's a lot of back and forth. These people really have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to music, and they have no idea what is involved with collaborative writing efforts. And there's a lot of, um, what's the sort of phrase? Speculation? The subconscious sort of hive mind thought of like people, you know, like ideas can be replicated in a natural way. That's true. Oh, what is that? What are you? Ah, there's a word for that. He'll figure this it is out. great listening for our listeners. Yeah. Collective unconscious. Collective unconscious. That's two yes. words. Very good. That's two you words. Well, close. it's a phrase. <laughs> what is the phrase? What is the phrase? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. The article just goes on more of the same. Ed Sheeran say, nope, I didn't. And then they're like, like, but yes, did you, you did. though? But did you though? And he's like, nope. And they're like, okay. But did Ron Weasley get off? Like, what's the... <laughs> 
Yeah, was there a ruling? Did Hermione come in at the end and she was like, expecto patronum, and everything was fine. You'll love this part. The last sentence says, the case continues. Oh, fuck. I guess we'll have to follow up in a couple weeks. We'll follow up in a couple weeks. Don't worry, guys. I know you guys are on the edge of your seat. Yeah, apparently this happens all the time. He's got money. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll crush us into the dirt. And if he had a Patronus, it would be the shape of you. Oh, my God. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) If you're into Harry Potter, that was a really good joke. Uh Actually, kind of reminds me. Yesterday, apparently, The Last of Us 2, one of their first trailers, it featured a cover of an 80s song, but their cover of it was exactly ripping off someone else's cover. It included like all the like this like little indie artists that like basically had no recognition, and they completely just fucking didn't give her any credit for it. What was the song? Shitty. It was. um, I used to think that the day would never come, but yeah, I know that one. Except they did like a like melancholy indie version of it. What the fuck song is that? You haven't heard that song? I don't. I guess not. You'd, you'd recognize hey, it. If yeah, you heard I think it. if you heard it, you would know it. All that reminds me of is like, I thought love was only true in fairy tales. <laughs> Meant for someone else, but, <laughs> but not, not for me. me. If I had a dime for every time we sang Smash Mouth on this, uh, it's Neil Diamond. Thank uh, you. It's Smash Mouth now. <laughs> He's one of America's greatest songwriters. <laughs> More like Neil Silver. It's not even a stone. <laughs> <laughs> It's an element kind of thing. <laughs> All I know is when you get ranking, silver is below diamond. Yeah, yeah it's a true, video game statistic. Yeah. Okay, very good point. What's the next news story? All right, let's talk about Monkey from Corn. Oh God, Monkey has some very, very out there ideas. Very controversial. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, he's a controversial monkey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good one. Easy now. What? Apparently saying he thinks it's okay if heavy music isn't mainstream. It's okay. It doesn't have to be. It's okay. That sounds uh, controversial as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? It doesn't have to be? I thought everyone was trying to make it mainstream this whole time. Yeah. Corn rhythm guitarist James Monkey Schaefer doesn't think it matters all that much if heavy metal isn't mainstream in an interview with Wall of Sound. Schaefer comments on new metal being taken over by the other styles of music, saying, if it's good and it's coming from a real place, they come a knocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> really interesting. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, guys, aren't you on the edge of your seat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing. He also says, speaking of our boy Ed, pop music has evolved into something so synthetic, it'll get to the point where it's not real. And everything's the same. <gasps> Almost like I picked these stories because they coordinate and correlate. Did you no, even read these? Yes, I did. <laughs> you can't read. Oh, what a bitch. If people create real music, uh, if people crave real instruments and someone that's actually singing live, that whole thing will come around again because there'll be a need for it. And it comes in waves. And it's okay because we're not in it for the fame. We're in it for the fans. Aww. That's so cute. That's why they're That's cooler. That's a cute monkey. Than pop music, because I feel like pop music is it for the is in it for the fame. Some interesting words coming from Schaefer. Corn is a band from the nineties that is still filling up stadiums to this day. Pop music may be a dominant force in music, but metal has been fighting the good fight thanks to all the young bands kicking ass today. Yeah. It's these bands who are pushing the genre and in exhilarating ways. You may not hear the likes of two hundred stamboons or gate creeper. 
playing on a casual yeah. rock radio channel. Although, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, Gate Creeper fucking rules. Yeah. These bands are exploding into the world of metal. Each of these and many more captivating ears around the globe. And though new metal may not be where it once was in pop culture, I mean, let's be honest, it was pretty cringy, so thank God. Hey, <laughs> it's hey, a, whoa. It's at least evolved. <laughs> Some of us The music love itself metal. is okay, but it was pretty cringe. It was very, it, new metal is very dated, at least. You'd have to at least admit the fact that it's dated. That's my favorite ICP song. You piece of shit. <laughs> Dylan's going to be pissed when he hears this. Metal I still finds its way into the mainstream. Just take a look at Bring Me the Horizon. Wow. <laughs> the dudes just performed with Ed Sheeran at Major British oh Awards show. Whoa. Monkey, you lost me there. They didn't perform metal. Did they? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't, I didn't even see it. No. If they got on and they like played Chelsea Grin, then I'd be impressed, but they probably didn't do that. Yeah. No, probably not. Or one of their deathcore songs. Anyways, they just released their 14th studio album, Requiem, as of last month, so check it out. Yeah, check that shit out. But I Okay, so there is a reason I picked that. It's because fuck pop, because <laughs> metal's better. Because it literally said Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Yeah, well, it said Ed Sheeran, but also it was like, oh, pop is so unoriginal. And we just read a story about how pop is so unoriginal. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. yeah, eh? yeah uh, Full circle, we get parallels. it. Parallels. All right, fine. Go to the next news story then. It's like fine. a circle. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> All right. Here's a sadder story. Ex-Lamb of God drummer Chris Adler to guitarist Mark Morton. You're a fucking douche. <laughs> oh, shots fired. What a good fucking And I burn. <laughs> was it? He just it's classic. Like, what are you gonna do? That's true. Someone yeah. calls, <laughs> a fucking douche. Someone calls you a douche. Damn. You're just like, well, I guess I'm a I fucking think you're douche. Like rendered, you know, like that's, prob- that's like- what Mark said. Like, oh wow, I guess I am. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm a douche. That's at least like what his face says. He's just very shocked. He's like, <laughs> that's the- he only has the one face. Yeah, it's his guitar face, his open mouth guitar face. <laughs> Is he gonna read it? No. <laughs> I <laughs> just wanted to say that open mouth guitar face. That's, all, that's the whole article. Wow, the end. No. Great hey, article. You're a douche. Anyways, <laughs> so far to seem like Lamb of God's parting ways with longtime drummer Chris Adler has been not perfect, uh, but Tur said it's nastiest. But now, oh boy, it's getting Slipknot levels of spicy. Spicy, <laughs> spicy. It seems as things were either worse than we thought, or the dudes are on good-natured ribbing terms, as Adler and guitarist Mark. Morton traded tweets last night, which were a little intense. Mm. You know, freaking, yeah, yeah. So they intense. were texting and camping? They're tweeting. Oh, tweeting and camping. My bad. Yeah. The whole thing started when Morton publicly lamented being blocked by Lee J. Carter, a politician who represented the 50th district in the Virginia House of Delegates. Which apparently is in Italy? Based upon your accent? Oh, I guess it's more in Russia. Yeah, you should Russia. watch out. Your country is at war right now. Oh, shit. We have to get back. <laughs> How will we get our vodka? Right. Gas is like 450 right now. It's great. Oh, my God. To which Adler responded, what do you care? <laughs> 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 Unless it makes your lift cheap, uh, more expensive. Oh, that's not. I thought you were saying what. Never mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying that's what Adler said because you're like Adler responded. What do you care? <laughs> that hey, been good too. It makes my lifts a little more expensive, but also great time to not be someone who drives, huh, motherfucker? That is true. Good on you. Yeah. Nah, you're nah, smarter nah, than nah, all nah, of nah. us, Des. I'm so fucking smart. No, what he said was better. To which Adler responded, maybe because you're a fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> 
reply. <laughs> Morton then quoted the tweet, replying, I usually wait till after dark to drunk text my exes. Oh, <laughs> fucking serve. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they got some <laughs> screenshots of the tweets. Very saucy. So what's going on here? Are Adler and Morton the kinds of dudes who can roll eyes and trade quips the way we are with our sweethearts at Metal Injection? This is the editor clearly jumping in and talking there for him. Because mm. that's just from Metal Sucks, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doesn't it, though? Doesn't um, it? Or is this a genuine argument on the platform? We may never know. I kind of really hope it's a genuine argument. And he's just like, it's because you're a fucking douche. Honestly, this is what we would do to each other, though. That's true. Like, just call someone a fucking douche <laughs> yeah, completely irrelevantly like, from what they're posting. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure we've done that on posts on Facebook. <laughs> because it's completely irrelevant. And it, like, something Mark Morton has no say or involvement in. And he's like, because you're a fucking douche. Like, <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> Eat shit, dude. <laughs> I love the drunk texting my exes. I, that was actually a fucking great line. fucking comeback because it, it, he didn't respond to the douche comment. He just responded in general. Exactly. To his comment. So yeah. way to go. It seems pretty tongue in cheek to me, but mm. who knows if they are j- actually mad at each other. And that's hilarious. <laughs> I it makes it Well, sad, better. but the interaction is hilarious. It's true. <laughs> it, it feels like, though, like children. The way he's like, you're a fucking douche. Haha, <laughs> drunk text of my exes. We're not 50-year-olds who have made a fuckload of money on metal. I wonder how long he had to think about that comeback before he typed it out. <laughs> I hope it's like five days later. Just like he's like, oh, I finally it. got the good one. He's like, you're a doucher, douche. You're more oh, of a shit. douche. That's you're a bigger douche. <laughs> you're the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. I I hope it was instant though. Like he's yeah, just I hope like, so too. <laughs> Nailed it. It's that quick wit. Exactly. You need quick wit to be a musician. Quick wit. Everybody knows. Quick wit. Yeah, I do that to you. You would. I just call you. It's because you're a fucking douche. Well, I'm pretty sure you've done that to me in public. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In person. All right. That. So you got to comment some stupid shit on, or post some stupid shit on Facebook, and he's gonna comment calling you a douche, and then. Someone will write a news article about it. Well, no, no, no. So it'd be better. I'd be better if you make like a very thoughtful, sort of like intelligent, genuine post. <laughs> just like talking about some hardships in your life and like you know where you're at. And I was like, because you're a fucking douche. Here's the example I'm going to go with right now, okay? Uh-huh. Because this actually happened. So Chase, for the longest time, had long, gorgeous, beautiful hair, and recently he shaved it. Uh-huh. And no, I just went to my butt crack. And he made <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And he made a post about it, and everybody on there is like, looking good, King. Oh, so sexy. Oh, that looks so good. And I, as his friend. King, you hear that? I'm a king now. Yeah, I know, because Trevor posted that, and I was like, ugh, God, cringe. Anyway. It was a dude that said that? It was a dude, because only dudes say, oh, King, you're looking so good, King. You you think girls call guys kings? No, girls are too busy being like, oh, this is the 70th picture that looks exactly the same of you. I mean, I call everybody queen. Like, I call my girlfriends queen and my guy friends. She calls me queen. Yeah, you're my queen. Anyways. You should so, call me queen from now on. So as a good friend, <laughs> I said, you look like a, what did I say? You look like a nine-year-old. No, you're just like, ew, I don't like nine-year-olds with beards. Yes. <laughs> you literally said, ew. Yeah. <laughs> when I was very vulnerable and bald. Well, that sounds like a nine-year-old response. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I got back? Fucking nothing. He didn't even say anything. His uh, his ex fucking like did an angry react to it, and that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. 
Oh, I did that to my friend. She posted a picture of like this uh, SUV she just bought. It's a couple months ago. And she was like, oh, I finally got an adult car. And it's like this really nice SUV. It looks great for sure. And everyone's like, good job. You're growing up. Like so proud of you. You're making good moves. Like that's a great accomplishment. And I literally posed, dude, you have a soccer mom car. <laughs> and then she deleted my comment. What? And I didn't oh, even shit, notice because really? I don't give a shit. That's and so then, fun. And then weird. like a week later, she's like, I just want you to know I deleted that comment. And I hope you're not mad at me. I was like, I didn't even know. I don't give a fuck, man. I don't it was care. the heat of the moment. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> like, oh, I'll show you. She's mom like, car. it just didn't fit the vibe of my comments. I was like, my bad. I'll make sure I fit your vibe next time. I, w- I wish vibe I check those comments, <laughs> yeah. man. I wish Chase would have been like, you fucking douche or <laughs> no, something. I, com- I commented something. Where is that post? I commented something. No, I don't know. It was a while ago, but no, I was I the only one it. not fucking How long on my knees hard? sucking that dick down. <laughs> Just because I was the only one. But you know what? That makes you the real friend. Exactly. I'm what's that called honest. That makes me want you to suck my dick more. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm going to edge you because you're not going to get it. Whoa. Whoa. Now this is a like fight I want to read on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> now every time I comment something mean, just remember, I'm just trying to edge him. I'm uh-huh. fairly certain I made a comment talking about the way you and Trevor reacted. <laughs> yeah. Probably something like, wow, Trevor, thanks for fucking gargling my balls while Dad's is such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a good one very smooth <laughs> thank you i'm so smooth oh hilarious uh so wow this is a real quick podcast this evening uh one more news story one more news story Woo! let's talk about the durst everyone loves the durst he did it all for the nookie i hear i took that cookie and stuck it up your hey now no i ate it it's a fucking cookie dude come on you <laughs> fucking sicko oh Why'd you shove a perfectly good cookie up your ass? That's a good question. Unless it's an oatmeal raisin. Yeah, fuck that cookie. Shove that cookie up an ass. (laughs) Not mine, but someone else's. I was feeding the chocolate starfish. Wouldn't even put it up my own ass. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, poor Fred got $3,000 worth of stuff jacked from his backyard. So that kind of sucks. That's Mm. rude as fuck. It's just one of those days, you know? Oh my God. Anyways, we're venturing over to Metal Sucks here. Typically, getting to write a story about Fred Durst is always fun. Not so much this time, however, as TMZ reports that the Limp Biscuit frontman, his backyard was burglarized worth 3,000 worth of items by an unidentified 30-year-old man. <laughs> Those well, 30-year-old men, I tell you, they've got to be stopped. Here's my question, and I'm sure you'll get into this, but he's unidentified, but they know his age? Mm-hmm. How we have fuck? no idea who he is, but that guy's definitely 30. <laughs> that looks like a 30-year-old to me. <laughs> oh, there's probably, he's probably got security cameras up or whatever. Yeah, but how do they, they not know your age? <laughs> <laughs> like, do they, like... Enhance, just like, that's Enhance. an old 30-year-old. Enhance. He's like, those are the eyes of a 30-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> those eyes I, have seen some shit. I know those shit. eyes. <laughs> Everyone knows once you turn 30, they just sort of gray out a little bit. Yeah. Got black eyes. He's like got that eyes. hunch in his back, you know? <laughs> he walks like his fucking kidneys hurt. The cartilage in his knees are starting to go. <laughs> you can hear it buckling. <laughs> Just, Just like my knees. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, I'm getting to it. Oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> Ooh, you're wow, a douche. Wow, wow. You're a oh. fucking douche. <laughs> oh, drunk text to my exes. <laughs> never do that, kids. It's never worth it. It's, it's true. It's I really have, not. I have like unless you actually kill yourself the next morning. <laughs> I have unless you're actually like planning on killing yourself the next morning. Yeah. Don't drunk text your exes. Yeah, no. I really sometimes you think you're gonna, but you just don't. I'm not a drunk ex texter. 
Wow. Yeah. You don't text your drunk ex? <laughs> no, or my sober one. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know if I've ever done that. I have too much. I'll just say that I've done it enough for the whole room. I, uh, I think I have. Times before. like five. <laughs> then, oh, okay. What's worse is when you drunk call, then you say some really rude shit that there is Ooh. just no coming back from. Yeah. <laughs> None, no, no way back from. You drunk called to say mean stuff? I drunk called to say nice stuff, but then the things they said made me go, <laughs> You literally like growled in the phone. <laughs> Luckily, they like when I growl, but still, it was the bad move, and I will say all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> can just say it. My bad. My bad. My bad. Shouldn't have done it. Still regret it to this day. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, keeping with the context of the story. Oh yeah. According well, to TMZ. <laughs> For the audience who's now sidetracked, we're talking about Fred Durst got $3,000 worth of merchandise stolen from his backyard. What, we ask? We don't know yet. Let's continue. According to TMZ, the man was allegedly able to walk through an open gate onto Durst's. Durst's. Ah, oh, that's an awful thing to Durst's. say. That does not flow at all. <laughs> no. Durst's. It's a hard, hard word. Durst's. <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> property on friday so he just waltzed on and he didn't even lock his fucking gate he got three thousand dollars worth of shit back there yeah I'm gonna say i would be financially devastated if i lost three thousand dollars <laughs> no worth of stuff i would never recover from that <laughs> i've never thought that they were like the smartest band in the world but if you got three thousand dollars worth of shit in your backyard you don't leave that backyard unlocked yeah they got chocolate starfish money they can hire security that is true yeah. Just hire people to just stand in your backyard at all hours of the day. Well, they don't need to when they have a camera who can tell the <laughs> the age of people. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's some sophisticated text. Like, was he was he white? Was he black? What is his ethnicity? I don't 30. know, but he was super thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what if? Okay, so here's the ridiculous amount of money I want to get to one day. I want my backyard security to be four naked bitches on pedestals painted gold. Every day, sun up, sun down, does not matter the holiday. They're just on those pedestals doing poses. People think it's just a statue of naked bitches, yeah, but yeah. nah, it's security. So what do they do when you have an intruder? Are they like Charlie's Angels They have shit? guns or shoved up scream. their vaginas and they just kind of plop them out. Then and they have pow, to pow. fight naked. Yeah, how hot is that? <laughs> but you're not going to be there. I don't care. I got security cameras that can tell their age. <laughs> <laughs> good. Cover your ass. That's good. I'm not covering their asses, though, because they're naked. Naked. That's, that's a good one. Anyways, let's <laughs> hear what got stolen, shall we? Mm. To see how badly Fred Durst is off these days. Anyways, they made off with a violin, because that's where I keep my violin, is in my backyard. <laughs> oh, yes, my Stradivarius in the backyard. <laughs> And a Tesla charger, among other things. So, yeah, those two things would be pretty expensive. Yeah. I mean, a violin, it must have been a shitty violin. Violins are expensive. Are they? Like $3,000 for just a violin is like, that's like basic entry-level shit. Really? Violins are that fucking much? If you, like violins, like high-tier, like Strat violins, like tens of thousands of dollars. Easy. Like Stratocaster violins, huh? I'm not sure if it's called... It's Stradivarius, Stradivarius, actually. I yeah, said it earlier. Yeah. I just wanted to make the obvious joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitar, yeah. Stratocast. Uh, They're all so expensive. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> among other things of which we will never know. 
I, so the big things is a violin and a Tesla charger. The big things is don't leave your violin in your backyard because it's going to get rained on. <laughs> At least. Also, this this criminal sounds like they just had, they were like, we're going to Fred Durst's backyard to steal something. I don't know what, but it's going to be a car I charger. I wonder if they knew it was Fred Durst's That's what I'm thinking because like mostly like, especially I guess in LA, like famous people kind of live in groups, right? Like they live in neighborhoods of other famous people. But you don't hear like you don't see an article of some other famous person getting burglarized. So was his Ooh. gate the only one that was open, or did they like target him? I it's like fuck that Fred. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was I'll planning to make him. a solo violin album, and people were like, "This man has to be stopped." <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it was that, a vigilante. Maybe justice. he did us all a favor. This new form of Batman <laughs> that has graced us with taking a fucking violin away from Fred Durst may have just saved the world. May have, yeah. He might be a time traveler who was like, it all started at Fred Durst's solo violin album. Whoa, maybe you're right. Which he drove to the studio in his Tesla. Oh, so he's like, if I take the charger, maybe he can't drive to the studio. And if I take the violin, he, he definitely can't, can't get another it. violin. It's a whole thing. Gotta take I mean, all he's the got money, though. He could totally just buy another one. Not anymore. He's paying for expensive cameras. They could tell your age. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard that is to find? <laughs> I guess I never oh, thought it's about funny it. they mentioned in the article. Second, why the fuck was there a violin in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to tell Fred Durst what to do with his stuff, but last I checked, violins aren't a particularly weather-resistant instrument. That's what I said. Right. <laughs> right? Did you write this? Well, I wrote it for them, apparently. <laughs> Anyways, isn't that silly? That is... So silly. There's a police statement, I believe. According to TMZ, the police don't believe that Durst was targeted directly, so although his stuff was still stolen, we can hopefully rest easy knowing that someone wasn't out to get New Metal's most precious treasure specifically. Uh, New Metal's most precious treasure is Fred Durst's violin? Fred Durst in general. Ah, good point. He, I mean, he's probably like top three of the most recognizable New Metal artists. Who's, who's top three? Probably Jonathan Davis of Corn, and I'd say the other one probably be like Corey Taylor. Yeah, mm, I guarantee you, if you showed like any random person on the street, it'd definitely be Fred Durst. Any random millennial would recognize Fred Durst before before any Jonathan Davis. Teams. Yes, really? Yeah. How you have he's just a kid. Limp Biscuit was so big at the time. Yeah, but they didn't go. Obviously, corn is still bigger now than Limp Biscuit, and they fell off. But at the time, Limp Biscuit was like mainstream as it gets. We're taking a survey because I do not believe that. I just so the thing is, Fred Durst looks like such just plain ass normal shit white guy. It's the baseball cap. in a fitted cap. <laughs> but Jonathan Davis, like that's a very recognizable face, and Corey Taylor, come on. I feel like you guys. The whole thing is they wear masks. People didn't even know what they looked like until like the mid two thousands. You show them in a mask, everyone's gonna know who that is. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, a Slipknot guy," just like they did with the new Batman movie. Fred Durst still easily number one, most recognizable from our generation. I disagree. I seriously think that Jonathan Davis. I think you guys got to do it. It's a science project now. Yeah. We do. Print we out all three of their faces science. and go take them to like a community college or something. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody I don't know. We got to walk. That can be like a video portion of our podcast. Oh. We go around like campuses and stuff and we ask, uh, no, campuses, they'd be too young. We have to go on like, I don't know, where do millenn- millennials hang out now? Fucking clubs and shit. No. 
No, we don't. <laughs> We're too no, broke we for that don't. Shit. We're different. But like, are you trying to get like bars. a normal audience or like an audience like us? I'll just go down to Aces with three pictures, and I'll no, be like, everybody in that bar will at know. a metal that's bar. Che- yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll go to a strip club. And I'll okay. look at all the guys who look about my age because okay. I got those cameras that'll recognize their age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should go to three <laughs> places, like go, like get three like control places, you know? Three strip clubs. No, damn it, <laughs> fuck you. If he has to, yeah, he's got a cross reference. I mean, do if I have club, to do it for science, you can do like a sporting event, like go tailgate at like a football game or something. Ew, Chase, you can go there. You can blend in with the jocks. Sports. <laughs> go team. Go, go sports. <laughs> is that a touchdown or a field goal? What is, which one is that? Is that a Oh, he dunked. <laughs> I'll just make my way onto the field and like show the pictures on the teleprompt. Be You're like, like, this is important. <laughs> Do you recognize yes. this boy? <laughs> Have you seen this man? Have you seen this man? <laughs> Have you seen his violin, more importantly? <laughs> it's just one of those days. <laughs> oh, fuck. Actually, I have no doubt that all three of those people own a violin. Yeah? Really, Corey Taylor? I would bet money that all three of those people own a violin. <laughs> or at least used to. Ah. Well, after you gave him something to break, maybe yep. not. Give him something to lose, apparently. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jokes. Anyways. All right, guys. <laughs> that was the last Newton. Very good. That was the last <laughs> news story. So we are going to play a little game that Des invented on Wrecked. Or that bites, depending upon who you ask. Uh, this game is much... Yeah, well, technically, that bites came out with an episode of it on their first. But because... Wrecked records four weeks in advance. Uh, it's I'm like debatable. really hurt. Someone's playing favoritism over here. Yeah. Either way, I came up with the game, <laughs> so I'm happy. Uh, so this game is called What the Fuck Would You Do? Uh, pretty much like an Apples to Apples or a Cards Against Humanity. We are presented with scenarios thought up by the other people on the podcast, and the person reading it gets to judge the answers of the other two, scoring points. Usually the first round is worth five points, the second round is worth ten but we're all going to go see Studio 666 by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. And we need to go catch our movie. So we're just going to do one round. Are you fuckers ready? Yeah. Yeah. Now we shake up the magical skull. You can totally hear that, can't you? I did, actually. <laughs> Good, because these microphones are hot. Here we go. First scenario. Damn, I got my own. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I get to say it to you guys, so it's fun. It is okay. Your idiot friend cut his hair and looks like a nine-year-old with a beard. Whoa. <laughs> he's, in, he's insecure about it and posts about it on Facebook. I didn't even post it. What the fuck do you do? Comment, you fucking douche. <laughs> Apparently, basically. <laughs> well, you got to have a different answer than Shawnee. Oh, so we all give answers yeah. to the scenario? Yeah. Oh, I got to judge you. I comment, hey, man, digging the new look really suits you. You're awesome anyways. Even though I prefer you with long hair, you're amazing just the way you are. Well, that sounds like a fabricated bullshit-ass <laughs> lie. So I'm going to go with point goes to Shawnee. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. First point's on the board. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, yeah, we'll see it. It's looking at right. All right, it's a fuck, Mary kill situation. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> it <Yeah>. is. <laughs> we got Betty White, oh, no. your own mother, and your own sister. Mm. 
God, that's terrible. <laughs> I know, ironic. <laughs> and, Betty, and Betty Ward's dead now. No, but she's alive in this scenario. Oh, she's alive in this scenario. Okay, okay, so I'm going to... Fuck. <laughs> You're a bitch. I know. I'm going to make it hard. Uh... I guess I'm going to fuck Betty White. <laughs> yeah, you are. And I'm going to kill uh, my <laughs> sister. Know. Oh, My mom is a pure being of light. She can stay alive forever. And she's also right there. So Exactly. Yeah. She'll come to your house. Yeah. Damn. She'll kill you. So, Shawnee? Well, that's my answer. Who <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want to fuck Betty White? I mean, let's be right? honest. That's Dude, have you seen young Betty White? fucking smash but i don't want to like smash 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 oh, <laughs> yeah i guess i would wreck it ralph if you know what i'm talking about yep wreck it ralph, <laughs> wreck it, ralph. that movie you know yeah great movie <laughs> yeah uh i guess i would have to wait who did you say you'd marry uh my mom Okay. God, this this Ew, is just gross. recorded. I know. <laughs> I made it bad, and I, isolate, I was hoping that I isolate would get to that read clip. it. Oh uh, no, no, no! Hey, I'm the only guy who can isolate it. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Want me to edit your podcast? No, no, I don't. Okay, fuck you. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess I I have the same fucking answer, but I guess you can't really do. Can you do points on that? You don't know my family. I guess you got to give the point to me. You, you know his family. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I give it to okay, you. Okay, Des yeah. gets the point. Woo! Des gets a point. Oh. Sick. I don't think anyone can win. Damn it, I got my own. Okay, ready? <laughs> <laughs> Both of mine got red. It's a good right. thing you fucking wrote so much, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Your novel yeah. didn't even get read. All, do you want me to read it? All that effort. We can do that instead of mine. Fuck it, we're doing no, a tiebreaker after this one. Okay. You wake up after a night of blackout drinking to find that your entire ass has been shaved. What do you think most likely <laughs> happened? Oh, fuck, somebody answered my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and shaved your ass for you? Yeah. All right. Well, okay, no, 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 no. That's not my real answer. I think I was part of some sort of involuntary surgery that involved my gluteals. <laughs> involuntary? <laughs> well, if I woke up and I don't know what's going on, my ass is shaved. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't voluntary. Okay. That's right. Honestly, I was probably in the kitchen drunkenly making a sandwich, <laughs> slapping shit all over the kitchen counter. And I took a look at the ni- the scissors and the little, you know, the knife block. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I've had too many dingleberries in my goddamn life. <laughs> it's time to fix this shit once so and for all. you shaved your ass with a knife? With scissors. Oh, with scissors. scissors. Oh. <laughs> no right. mirror. No wow. mirror. Wow. The That's... point goes to you. That's impressive. Damn. <laughs> All right, everybody has a point. Therefore, this is the tiebreaker. Oh, oh my God. Oh, look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. Oh, look, I found one by Chase. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> it's a fucking uh, You're in the studio with Fred Durst. <laughs> you are so moved by his violin playing that you begin to cry. Fred notices this, invites you to take a ride in his... Tesla. Oh, nice. Very good callback. <laughs> Bring him back around. <laughs> <laughs> back to his place for some alone time. What happens next? I spike his drink, steal his violin, <laughs> <laughs> and drive away in his Tesla. <laughs> Chase? I obviously get that nookie. Oh, <laughs> oh Shawnee wins! Yay! <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to Assault City Circle Pit. Let's do some social media and get the fuck out. We're going to skip Chase because he never has social media. Wow, okay. <laughs> Maybe oh, I do this time. Okay, what is it? I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> ha! I knew it. You can find me on Instagram at Cats, Tats, and Mermaids. Um, and you can also find me on Wrecked Podcast. Yeah, check out Wrecked Podcast with all of us fucking assholes. You can find me at <laughs> Desengage9 on Instagram. Follow this podcast at Assault City CP on Instagram, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, uh, check out the whole network at Circle Pit Radio Network. That would be great. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, hail Lemmy, and we will see you in the pit. Bye. 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 Don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. I don't like that. We should figure it out first. <laughs> well, I just figured it out because welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Assault City Circle Pit. You thought that was the end, but you were wrong. Uh, it's never the end. We just went and saw Studio 666 starring the band, the Foo Fighters, and man, what a film. I thought everybody should hear about it. Uh, our little review here because me and Shawnee have seen it twice. Now Chase has seen it once. Yeah. I think more people need to see this movie. But the first time we went and saw it, it was just me and Shawnee in the theater. Second time, it was just our group and two other people. It was one other couple. One other couple. <laughs> yeah. It was probably the dude that dragged his girlfriend along to see it. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, but babe, I babe, love the Foo Fighters. If you don't love the Foo Fighters, we can't date. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was literally that guy? What if it was that guy? I didn't oh get a good look God. at him. I hope it was him. I didn't look at his face. I, maybe it was that guy. Your <laughs> long lost lover, the Tinder date. Oh God, I don't even <sighs> remember his name. Oh, man. <laughs> he's just like dogging you down the whole time. He's like, he's like, I remember that, that bitch. What's she that bitch doing here? She, she told me she like didn't like. Ass bitch. So this is just a pass on the good word that this movie is worth your time. It is a good fucking film. Otherwise, I wouldn't have seen it twice. I saw it the first time and I said, "Fuck, I got to get my band boys in to see it." Um, it is better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it definitely. I don't know when I heard that the Foo Fighters were making a movie and it was going to be a horror comedy. Ah, man, I did not have high expectations, you know? Yeah. I, I uh, Dave Grawl does great at everything he does, but I just didn't see this panning out to be as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my main thing was like, obviously, none of these guys are actors. So oh, yeah. Gonna, so this could be really bad, and it could just be like total cringe, but it kind of yeah. played into the fact, you know, it's a it's a... Very B movie sort of. It's an homage to like B movie, like Evil Dead yeah. sort of horror movies, where yeah. it's over the top, really campy. So it's kind of it kind of works that they're bad actors. There was so much reference to the Evil Dead movies and all yeah. kinds of old school horror movies with practical effects in them that it, it like if you are a horror lover, me, this is exactly <laughs> Shawnee. You will be in love with this. I really was, but like the first time I watched it, I did kind of catch those little parts where, like, you can tell they're not actors, and I was like, "It's fine, it's corny, whatever." But then the second time I watched it, it just like added to the charm, and I was totally okay with it. (laughs) Like Pat Smear is an awful. He was the best part of the whole. He's so awful. My favorite part. Every time they're like, "All right, Pat, act like you're scared," and he's like, "Ah!" <laughs> and he literally just stares into the camera and just yells as loud as he can. I think he had the most screens screams in the whole movie. He probably did. And then there's a the part where he's like eating chips in the fucking stairwell and he's like, What are you doing? <laughs>
eating like, chips. <laughs> I was like, down here eating chips. Of figures. course you were. Of course you were. Like, I, I guess that's his thing. He likes to eat chips. Yeah, yes. I guess. Pat loves chips. And this show, this movie had to be sponsored by Doritos because there was so many yeah. bags of Doritos and they just held it with yeah, the label up sponsors, like 10 times. Sure. Yeah. That was a good fucking oh movie. Oh my God, I dude. It. I, yeah, Pat Smear is my number one for that movie. Uh huh. I loved him. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yes, I really liked. Like, I do enjoy Dave Grohl in the movie, and like, he does definitely play into that like diva. Like, kind of, he's like, I'm the leader of the band. You have to do what I say. I'm a they, fucking rock star. <laughs> get, get free parking for life. <laughs> it is cool they played the whole fact that you know Dave Grohl is the Foo Fighters right you know? they did but like I love it because he was able to talk the band into doing whatever crazy shit like even though like they know it was bad probably they still let him talk him, them into it <laughs> they were like okay it yeah you're kinda, right like, make you think I'm just like what is their dichotomy right? really because yeah, they're I making know. fun of like what we probably they're what we sort perceive. of playing off the idea of what we probably think their dichotomy right. is yeah. like that Dave Grohl just calls all the shots and it's like a yeah. dictatorial sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'd be um, it'd be pretty funny if that really was what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was because I think about like a band like that I know making a movie and I think they would make jokes about that too. Like you would put obviously your own jokes from the band into it. Yeah, like With even Dez if as Dave Grohl, <laughs> even if, like, like par- parody audience. has a little bit of truth. Yeah, to it, right? to even if the parody. audience didn't get it, like it would be a funny joke for your band. Oh yeah, I do wish they made like a joke about like Dave Grohl threatening to like re-record the drum tracks. Yes, <laughs> that would have been so good. If you love the Foo Fighters, you know that shit. He's done it, and it has been a big source of fighting in that band. Really? But, oh yeah, I didn't know that. But they he, did show him being like super anal about the drums and being like super like into like no, you got to do it better. No, you yeah. play a pa pa da pa da pa, not poo da da pa da pa. That's true. They, they did make that. a lot of jokes on that. <laughs> oh man, that and that, the movie had some surprise like guest stars with um lionel richie yeah was in it fucking uh carrie king was yeah. in it and shit like mm-hmm. and they played into all the great horror tropes like they yeah. have that neighbor who is inexplicably there for fucking no reason but knows <laughs> everything knows about everything. the house no yeah. dave no one's lived in this house for years yeah. <laughs> and slowly lowers herself <laughs> by the fence ominously lowers herself back down <laughs> that was good and it's the first use of i can't remember the name of the song but um the the chainsaw song. The chainsaw song. <laughs> what the fuck? Who was the band? The song by Jackal. Jackal. Thank you. They yeah. use that song. I'm not going to spoil why that's so important, but somebody finally uses that song in a movie and perfectly. It yeah, it was off. really great. That's probably the best, best merdere. Yeah, probably the best merdere I've seen in a horror movie for a while. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty damn good. Yeah, they went all out. Like speaking of practical effects, like there wasn't much CGI really. No, there wasn't. No, it was like almost all practical effects. And yeah. It was awesome. It's, I think it was just like the ghosty things that were CGI. Yeah. That's it. This what this tells me is, I think um, based upon the credits, like they had executive producer. Um, Pat Smear and Dave Grawl's names were in the credits more than anyone else. Uh-huh. So I think between the two of them, they're probably both big horror fans. Oh, and yeah. this was a passion project. For well, I two. feel like it was a horror movie made for horror fans for sure. Oh, By yeah. horror fans. Oh, yeah. 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 People who love the Foo Fighters, obviously, and horror. It's like if you oh. love those two things, like this is your jam. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't love the Foo Fighters enough, I guess. But you still love the <laughs> movie. Even if you, I love even if you have the a movie. vague understand yeah i yeah, do it wasn't too deep like they yeah. made some the, they made some obviously inside references to like foo fighter stuff mm-hmm. like when he's got writer's block and he just shows me he's like i got yeah. this new riff and he just plays two of his own songs but none <laughs> yeah. of it is like really 
deep lore like we were talking about with re-recording drum tracks. So even if you're a casual fan of the Foo Fighters, yeah. you'll get pretty much every sort of like internal reference they make. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not even like a casual fan. I like I like them. I don't have anything against them, but I still got everything and I enjoyed watching the movie with them. Yeah, and it, the, the metal album that he wrote for the fucking movie is solid and yeah. they have a song itself yeah yeah, yeah. that was the sick. song <laughs> the song is fucking great it's good it's a stuff good song. it's heavy and like the whole time they're playing that song i'm fucking headbanging yeah. in the theater i was having a fucking great time <laughs> oh yeah aren't they doing like a isn't he doing like a whole album yeah it's on spotify oh yeah. already uh-huh. i'll have to listen to it maybe i will be a fan i mean <laughs> i i don't know if the one that i don't know that there's one that the whole foo fires mm-hmm. are written but we talked about it here with Mick that they wrote the metal tracks for it. That's for the so movie. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's way cool. Got a lot of like doom metal and death metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely very Slayer, which obviously why they had. Oh, Kerry yeah. King yeah. In it. That makes sense. Uh, and Carrie King's character is in there for such a short amount of time, but has some of my favorite parts. <laughs> it's really good. Even if you're adverse to Carrie King in any way, like you'll enjoy how he's portrayed. Yes, definitely. He has some moments like he's trying to set up the drums for Dave Grawl and Dave Grawl's so fucking anal about the like a quarter of an inch that they're <laughs> off and that shit. If you're in a band with any drummer of any experience level, you know that that's fucking true. That's just facts. Yeah. That's just how drummers are. Mm-hmm. And I love it. <laughs> <sighs> I just want people to go see this movie. Yeah, definitely it's go see so it. It's so worth everybody's time. It is. Like, if you just like heavy music at all and horror, go for it. It's also not too long. No, it was like yeah. an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. 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 Short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. I do think it could have been even a little shorter. I think the last last little bit kind of dragged on a bit. Yeah. With the manager and all that. And the yeah, fighting yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. That last little part did drag a bit, uh, especially the second time I nodded off for a sec because I was hammered and tired. Yeah. I mean, not hammered. I mean, tired as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've been drinking. We just did wrecked. Yeah. But the first I mean, no, th- we just kept podcasting. <laughs> the first two thirds alone is definitely worth it. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Well, the, so even good. the part with the manager, though, is like it could have been cut out, but they, they just sat and kicked each other in the balls pretty much the whole but this movie take doesn't take itself seriously at all it's no fine. no definitely not okay out of five ball kicks how many ball kicks do you give this movie chase giving it four nuts four nuts wow shawnee how many how many ball kicks do you Wait, give this there's like a lot of ball kicks good yes uh, well, the, I mean, in this I'm situation, not, I, yes. Keep in mind, though, I'm not rating with rating this objectively. It's completely subjective. What's the yeah. highest amount of ball kicks? Five, five, five I, ball kicks. I give it. I would give it four ball kicks. I too would give it four ball yeah, kicks. Yeah, the right only around. way they could have made it better was to bring in more obscure celebrities. Yeah, that would have been really cool. That's the only thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't expect and more Lionel deep lore. No, and, <laughs> and more deep lore. Foo Fighter yeah. like, sort of jokes would be fun. Yeah, Will for, like, Arnett really is fans. in the fucker. Yeah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's a it. crazy ass movie. Yeah. Anyways, guys, just wanted to give a quick little, you know, review of this movie we all really enjoyed. Uh check it out, Studio 666, and if you don't catch it in theaters, you can check out their website. I believe it's just foofighters.com or you can just Google Studio 666 and you can get all the merch, you can get advanced copies of the DVDs and Blu-rays, you can reserve all your bullshit and all kinds of crazy fun stuff to help support this movie because it was definitely worth the time and effort. Definitely. Yeah, more people need to see it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Assault City Circle Pit. This little quick little snippet at the end, but thank you for listening. Uh, Hail Lemmy, and we will see you in the pit. Yeah. Bye-bye. And them's the rules. <laughs>
or are those the rules? <laughs>